Para bailar la bamba. So organic. Hey, welcome back. Um, we're glad to uh, that you're joining us again and listening to our podcast. Big surprise, big surprise. Yes, welcome. We hope you all had a wonderful weekend. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Weather is definitely improving, especially here in Rexburg. Um, yeah, Rexburg. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always windy. It's always cold. Yeah. Until May. And then it starts getting warm and we're all happy. But there's still snow. There is still snow. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell them about our, our hiking experience that on, on Saturday or Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Sunday. It was Sunday, yeah. I think we went. Well, we were going to go to a place called the Palisades, but y'all's friend Sarah over here hates being cold. So then Perry decided we go to like Mesa Falls and somewhere. And I was... It's, it's basically by Yellowstone. Oh, okay, okay. So I was really having a wardrobe conflict. And I didn't know if I should wear like shorts and a tank top or long sleeve and long pants. And I kept asking Perry what I should wear. And he refused to answer me because he just... he Like, I just kept asking him and then he just walked out the door. So Well, I, I said... Sarah, I think you can make your own decisions. You're a grown woman. And I told him I couldn't. You're a grown, independent woman. I just wanted him to tell me what to wear. But what's interesting is that once we got to where we were hiking, like wearing a long sleeve and long pants was actually perfect. And Perry was like, see, Sarah, you just need to make your own decision. Because I was afraid if I told you to wear something like shorts and a t-shirt, then you'd be too cold and then you'd be mad at me. Or if it was too hot, you'd be mad at me because I told you to wear the wrong thing. And you just needed to, to make up your mind and come to your own conclusion. But you still didn't have the right shoes. And I was <laughs> glad I did not tell you what shoes to wear. Because because every like little patch of snow we had to walk through. Yeah. Okay, there were a lot of little patches of snow. but <laughs> I think over half of the But you were like, trail, oh no, 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 Perry. I know. This is horrible. It was. Well, I didn't say it was horrible. I just, like there were some patches... That the snow went up to my knee. I sunk into my knee. Okay. No drama. Yeah. Being for You're not real. lying. It, so, it is I know, so and you gotta expect that in May. Well, yeah. I was trying to be hopeful. But Yeah, we all are. <laughs> I this was okay, so we were walking and my feet were sopping wet and I just was not my favorite. There's it's definitely been in worse situations, but wasn't my favorite. So I asked Perry if he'd give me a piggyback ride. And I mostly just wanted to see what he would say. And he, like, turned around and he was like, yeah, I'll give you a piggyback ride. And then I kind of just was like, you know, that's okay. I need to do, I need to do this, even though it's tough. You need to do hard things. I need to do hard things. <laughs> so I mostly just wanted to see if Perry would be willing to give me a piggyback ride. And now I know. That if I ever need it, Perry will carry me. I'm your piggyback ride <laughs> partner. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Perry. Yeah, it was beautiful, though. Like, sun was out. We were, like, hiking right next to a, a, a river. It was great. We were all disturbing uh, Sarah at one point, trying to meditate. 
uh, she like went off in the distance oh, by by the river and like sat down and started to meditate. And I came with my camera. And, like <laughs> guys, group pictures. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. most unrelaxing thing on planet Earth. I, <laughs> I I love to meditate outside on rocks by water. And we found this. I don't know. Was it a river? Is that what it was? Yeah, it was a river. In the mountain. And so I went away from everyone so I could meditate. But then everyone just came towards me, and I couldn't. It's super pretty though. But it's okay because we had a good, good time. Yeah, it was good. But yeah, uh, that actually is kind of funny, the whole like making choices thing uh, that we mentioned that because just before this, we were talking about like interdependence and independence. So a way to future and independence and a future uh, uh, topic that we're probably going to address at some point. If you guys have any thoughts on on being independent and what's important about being independent or dependent, uh, please just let us know. I would love to hear your guys' feedback on that but yeah so let's uh change a little bit of gears today we're going to talk about something that i think is pretty amazing uh what makes us human beings really like amazing and and human beings uh and that is uh self-awareness uh, self-awareness is one of those awesome concepts that are just it's just fascinates me that we're able to to do this so <clears throat> self-awareness let's see where did i put my phone it's somewhere here i had a great definition of self-awareness um but basically self-awareness is the ability of someone to uh step back and analyze their thoughts um and be able to recognize that that we have a certain way of thinking and to analyze it and to be able to change that influence our, our thought process. So that's kind of the basic concept of it. Um, I'm still tapping around on my phone here. Well prepared. Well, okay, self-awareness. This, this is another definition that I really liked um, when looking it up and researching a little bit about self-aware people. I stumbled across this. Uh, a strong sense of self-awareness helps you to recognize your own strengths and weaknesses and use them to identify with and understand others. Rather than bulk at the first sign of adversity, whatever that means, uh, your self-awareness will propel you to examine your own role in a situation and make the necessary changes to succeed. And that's something that's that's only found... Like that, that ability is only found within humans. Um, so only humans can really analyze their thoughts and their, their actions in, in the way that we can, um, and, and not just be influenced by their environment around them, uh, which is amazing. I think it's, it's so cool. Yeah. So you're saying animals don't do this. Only humans do. Yeah. Only humans can do it. Animals, they, they receive input. So like something happens in their environment and they react to it. They can't analyze why they do that. So they don't they don't analyze, "Oh, why do I run when there's fire?" right? They don't analyze that and then stop and burn to death, you know what I mean? Like they can't mm-hmm. they don't do that. They just act upon the stimuli that they receive. Instinct? Instinct, yeah, it's just yeah, it's basically instinct. Um so like some the stimuli hits them, so something influences them or or tells them to do something, and then they act upon it. They're always reacting instead of creating new actions, basically. So this ability to be able to be self-aware adds to the depth 
and complexity that humans possess. Yes, yes. That's why uh, Perry is so complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Perry, I feel like of all the people I know, you're one of the least complicated people. Uh, if you could look inside my mind. Okay, <laughs> There's layers, right? Lots of layers. Lots of layers. Just like an onion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that um, being self-aware can really contribute and add to the relationships that we have with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost think of it as a way to be better and to improve. Mm-hmm. Um, being self-aware requires that we take the time to be self-aware, right? We can't mm-hmm. reflect on past behavior and situations and reactions that we've expressed if we don't take the time to reflect on those things. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's crucial. I mean, uh, I don't know if you've ever experienced it where you've been like so busy that like you haven't had time to ever like take a break and think about why you're doing everything you're doing. Right. Like why are you like studying so much? Like for what purpose is it? You're just doing it, doing it, doing it. And like, weeks go by sometimes this happens to me and like a month goes by and I'm like wait why did I why was I doing this <laughs> like mm-hmm. I didn't even reflect or analyze or like I wasn't in the least self-aware I was just doing things um and never took the time to think about it. and I think that's those are the time in my times in my life where I really feel like my uh my happiness and my ability to really connect with other people goes down the most because I'm never really reflecting on what I'm doing and analyzing and trying to improve myself. So it's like the least rewarding way of living mm-hmm. for me. Because I'm just reacting to everything that's happening to me. And never really doing anything for myself. Like out of my own will. Interesting. So do you think that... Because what I'm thinking is that there's two instances in which we can be self-aware. Mm-hmm. I think maybe like at the end of the day, we can reflect on things that we had or things that we did in that day, or being self-aware in the moment. I feel like Mm -hmm. the latter probably takes more practice. Definitely. Um, Especially if if we're trying to live in the moment and be present. We Mm -hmm. don't want to be distracted and necessarily reflecting too hard on moments prior. Yeah, that's... yeah. That's an interesting, weird balance. Because you want to be self-aware in the moment, right? You you don't want to just like be doing things and then look look back and be like, oh, yeah, when I said to Sarah earlier, it was kind of dumb. <laughs> I should have caught that, you know? Like, or I should have, I should have, like, analyzed the situation a little bit more, how I am thinking, and then come up with a better way of expressing myself. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, I feel like, I feel like that's hard, but there is some a technique that I did uh, read about. So I'm, I'm currently, kind of what, what simulated this whole conversation and this whole thought was a book that I'm reading. Um, and that book is uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, great book. A lot of you probably have already read it because uh, it's a really popular book. Um, but yeah, it talks about self-awareness and it mentions a practice that you can do to like help you analyze your own behavior and things that you do repeatedly just as a, as a prompt I mean, when you get a certain stimuli, so like someone gets mad at you, how do you react? If you want to change that, there's a practice you can do. And basically what it comes down to is you you think you put your, yourself in that situation. So you're, you're, you're observing yourself in that situation. 
And what you're doing is you you imagine whatever bugs you. So let's say Sarah, like I I I really don't. This is just hypothetically. No, it's I really okay. don't like your your giggle or whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that would be horrible <laughs> if I didn't like because you do it all the time and I love it. Um, but if I didn't like your giggle, I would I would put myself in that situation that we're in which you would giggle, and I would imagine with all the like details I could, you giggling, and then come up with different solutions or ways I could react to that in a way that I want, that I would like to react and I think would be appropriate. Um, so like you giggle and then I would imagine myself being like, oh, Sarah, that, that was, you have a, you have a beautiful giggle or I, I would do something <laughs> that isn't my negative reaction that I would usually do. And I do that repeatedly. Um, and, and imagine it and imagine myself basically reacting well. And then that way, when the when the moment actually comes around that I imagined, uh, I'm more likely to to have that reaction because I've already practiced it mentally before I got to that situation. And I think that's a really interesting practice that I actually really want to try. I really want to try that. Let's do it. Okay. I mean, not right now, but we'll do it later. So correct me if I'm wrong, Perry, but I'm reading between the lines here and it sounds like this meditative practice with self-awareness leads to increased love and patience for others. Yes. I mean, that, that totally depends on what you're going for, right? So it has to depend on what your values, uh, and, uh, and like principles are that you want to live by. So if, if you want to live by, um, being the most, uh, outgoing person that is like the most, uh, like, I don't know, friendly person out there, then that's what you would imagine. You would imagine a reaction that fits that personality or that, that kind of principle. So if you want to be a very, um, thoughtful and, and, and kind of, um, like quieter person, then you would, you'd probably want to, want to follow that. It just depends on what you want, really. But I think being kind, being being a nice, decent person is probably a good start. <laughs> I think so too. So if we were to break down this mental practice for self-awareness, what what are some a couple basic steps that you would break it down into? I would say first you have to imagine the situation. Well, you have to isolate yourself. You have to go somewhere where you won't be disturbed during the practice. Okay. Um, then you would you would probably find a situation that you would want to focus on where you were not really happy with the way you handled it. Um, and then you would imagine it in the best detail that you could. So if you got mad, if I got mad at Sarah, I would imagine her being in my apartment. I would imagine everything in my apartment. I would imagine everything about her and then imagine the act happening. Like you're giggling and I would imagine it as vividly and, as I can so that it's the closest to reality, uh, to the actual situation where it would occur. And then I would imagine myself reacting in the way that I thought I should have reacted in the moment. Um, and yeah, so you do that repeatedly and, and hopefully when you, when that stimuli comes that, that influences you, influences you in a bad way, um, you can then react to that stimuli in a way that you intend and that, not just some way that you were programmed or that you have a tendency towards. 
Okay. So, as a little recap, step one is to be alone, to isolate yourself from others. Step two is to identify a situation, pick out a situation. Um, step three is to vividly imagine your settings as well as the scenario. Make it as real as possible. Mm-hmm. And then step four, to imagine your desired reaction. To kind of go through um, in your head how you would like to react to the previously established situation. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. So... Why do we want to be self-aware? Why do we need to be self-aware? Do we um, need to be? Yeah. I think, I mean, you can go through life and not really be too self-aware. I think everyone is self-aware it's to some degree because uh, we're humans. Um, but it's important if you want to be um, happy and you want to have control over your life and improve in some way. Um, so... Uh, there's just really interesting examples because a lot of bad things happen to us in our life. Um, we're all going to have challenges at some point. Um, and if we are self-aware, we can, we have more control over the way we react to those bad things happening to us. So to give a few examples, I mean, there's, there's tons of examples that we can read about, about people that have had horrible situations, horrible things happen to them, and they were able to still choose uh, the way they reacted to it and the way they felt and they weren't captives to the situations around them. Um, for instance, I mean, if you look at Nelson Mandela was in prison for, uh, for like what, 20 years or something like that. I have in my brain 27, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Ridiculously long amount of time for nothing. He did nothing wrong. He was not a criminal. It was just because he was a black person living in a, in a world where, where black people were basically outcasts. Like, they, they were treated really, really poorly. And so, and he was a very opinionated person, so that did not help. Um, and so, he spent so much time in prison, but still decided to not let that affect him in a negative way. Um, he, he even told his other prison inmates that they should not let themselves become criminals um, that they didn't do anything wrong, and in prison they should treat the, their captives or captors um, well. That they should treat them like normal human beings and good people, uh, because nothing had changed. Uh, nothing had changed in them. They hadn't all of a sudden become criminals. And just that thought of trying to become better in a place where so much bad has happened to you is so powerful. And that's really what changes a lot of our world are people that are very self-aware. Um, and those people are the ones that are able to change our world for good, like Nelson Mandela. I mean, he spent years in prison working on himself, and finally when he came out of prison, he did miraculous things. So, like, nothing, you aren't limited by your situations if you're self-aware, mm. which is amazing. I love that. Today in um, one of my classes called The Helping Relationship. I've talked about this class before. It's our class that is teaching us um, techniques and skills to use in therapy and counseling. And today, we were talked we talked about what um, effective helping looks like. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing that my professor said is that uh, to him, effective helping looks like being able to help individuals um, take responsibility for how they react 
that we're going to get a lot of clients and a lot of individuals who come into our office who have had terrible, horrible things done to them um, that were probably of no fault of their own. Because um, we can't control everything that happens to us. But how, like you pointed out, Perry, that we can control how we react. And a lot of our behavior stems from the mental work that we're doing. So if we're able to um, take responsibility for the thoughts that we're having, um, that will lead to to improved behavior, if that's our goal. Yeah, it has to be our goal. We have to want to change and improve. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, that would be really, really tough. I can't imagine how hard it would be to, like, every day, um, like help people that have been through horrible things and help them mentally like that would be so stressing for me i can't imagine why someone would want to do that yeah <laughs> but, hey props to them i'm grateful they do it because yeah. it helps a lot of people it does but i also wouldn't want to do taxes and accounting and i'm That's grateful true. for people who do but looking inside of people's minds it's just so fascinating. Would be a whole nother level of crazy. <laughs> I mean, taxes are freaking crazy. I do not like taxes at all. I don't want to go into that at all. Uh, I have very strong opinions about tax law, but mm-hmm. man, my brain is crazy. And I don't want to look into other people's crazy brains too much. Well, something that I've learned is that the more I talk with people and the more I learn about therapy, and, and I've been to counseling for years as well, that we all think that we're crazy, but we're all a lot more similar than than we think. I think mm-hmm. we like... There's this weird desire that we like to isolate ourselves from others by saying, oh, I'm crazy. And we want to separate ourselves. We, we for we some reason... Different. Right, we want to be different, but we for some reason think that people can't relate to our crazy. We're all mental hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> What does that even mean? We're all mental hipsters. I don't know. I feel like hipsters, like the whole hipster like scene like was created around being different mm. and trying to be different than the next person, not going with the mainstream, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're all mental hipsters. There you go. Yeah, we're A all trying phrase. to be different. We're all trying to be different, and we think that... So original. <laughs> Ends up not being original. Right. Oh, who would have known? <gasps> who would have known? Hipsters aren't original. They're not. <laughs> But I think that, I don't know, that kind of goes back to briefly talking about independence at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That I think it's a building block of independence, really, self-awareness. Yeah. But I think that, like, mm, we sometimes find comfort in the fact that we think we're crazy and that people can't relate. But yeah. in fact... Well, yeah. In fact, we are very similar. We're all crazy. So you're trying to be independent in a, by blaming your craziness. Right, like, or I don't understand. Else. You don't understand. Okay. That's but interesting. Anyways, sorry, that That's was a tangent. Like, yeah, isolation. That's interesting. Onto, yeah. onto therapy, but... Anyways, oh, because you were talking about you're like, I can't understand. And I don't know, talking and relating with people and hearing about their experiences gives me gives me purpose i, I guess feel like. that's true yeah so humans are pretty incredible yeah and our minds are we underestimate we talked about this a little bit last week in our podcast yeah. but 
we definitely tend to underestimate the power of our minds. And I know that that is kind of starting to become a cliche phrase. Like people say that a lot in a lot of different situations, but guys, it's true. We we underestimate the power of our brain and in turn, we're underestimating us, ourselves. I totally agree with that, Sarah. I think something along those lines that I've, I've just realized this last week in reading the book that I'm reading um, is that I've always known the power of a mind and how much you can accomplish if you are able to uh, use your mind properly. However, I always thought it was just like giving a positive reinforcement saying, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. But that doesn't work for me, like, hardly ever. I always, like, give myself positive reinforcement, but then I end up doing the same dumb stuff, you know? Or, like, I fail at the same spot, you know? But I think that this self-awareness practice and practices like that are so useful, and that's really where we tap into and, and really hit the ground running uh, and ch- with change, with using our minds uh, to influence our behavior and what we do. And what we can accomplish. It's really using our minds to to exercise and exercising them uh, like any like our muscles um, and not just telling them you're strong, you're strong, you're strong. You know, we don't just sit there and tell our muscles, yeah, you're strong, you're strong. And they, they, right. they all of a sudden grow, right? Right. It doesn't work that way. Um, but our minds, we have to train as well to, to really use our full capacity. It's not just something that we like convince ourselves all of a sudden of that mm-hmm. our minds are great and then. We can do everything. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was something really interesting that I learned this week. And I hope you guys use that practice. And that's kind of our helpful hint for this week uh, is to just use this practice of just, you know, find yourself alone. Identify a situation that you want to change. Uh, vividly imagine it. Um, and then work through the scenario with a, with a desired outcome. Um, so please do that. I'm, I'm going to try it, and I'll let you know next week uh, how that went. And um, hopefully it went well, and I've made some progress, and I'm all of a sudden uh, very mentally strong, you know? <laughs> I don't know if it's going to happen all of a sudden. Oh, because just definitely, like... because <laughs> we're Perry's, all impatient people. Perry's perfect, and he gets what he wants right no. away. No, no. But be patient with yourselves, and try it out push your brain a little bit we need to maybe next week we'll talk about pushing our brain and maybe we'll we'll have our friend ben who is a runner yes and he that's a great idea ben if you're listening to this <laughs> which i would be very surprised if you descended to to this podcast oh, <laughs> but if you're listening to this we really want you on our podcast yeah we'll we'll get ben week. if we can't have ben next week we'll eventually get him but he he runs like 200 mile races and he is starting to write a book. It's his goal no to, way. to write a book that. one day about all the analogies that he's learned about pushing your body and your mind um, through running. And so, yeah, it'd be really interesting to hear some of his insights. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll get Ben, him. get on our podcast. <laughs> man. We we'll need you. <laughs> yes, Ben's great. But, um, any. What what are some other closing thoughts you have, Perry? Of uh, closing thoughts, anything? Hmm. Well, I just want to like point out uh, something funny. Something funny. So our first podcast 
for those who have now listened to like some of our podcasts, our first podcast, this is how we set it up, okay? I love the environment in which we give these podcasts, and I, I just want to kind of illustrate this for you guys. So maybe you can make this mental exercise of imagining <laughs> Sarah and Perry sitting at a like a table at that point, closing all the blinds so it's dark, and then like and it was putting, nighttime, so it was, it was nighttime. very dark. Yeah, it was very very dark. Why why did we close the blinds? I guess well, little, little street lights, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, and then putting a candle in front of us, <laughs> lighting the candle. It's a scented candle, of course, because it nice. got to smell. It got to smell good. The good <laughs> vibes got to be there, you know. Um, yes. And uh, and yeah, we were just huddled there, over our phones recording this. Yeah. Um, and just kind of, I don't know, zenning out. That's mm-hmm. how that's how we vibe, you know. That is how we vibe. Just in that zen phase. Phase. Yeah, so we're doing that right now. We got a little candle right here. It's not as dark, but yeah, the no. lights are off, the blinds are closed, we have a little candle. Yeah. Um, two just, weeks ago, just cozy. Right before we recorded our podcast, um, Perry was having a hard time. I don't know why. You were just, just like, stressed. You it was, were just it stressed. Was a stressful week with homework and everything. So we went to meditate. And Perry, <laughs> oh, Perry likes to meditate laying down on his back and he does corpse really well. So we, I was getting into a, like the sweet spot of meditation. Like I was getting to a <laughs> good place and all of a sudden I hear Perry's breathing change and I felt like him twitch and guys, <laughs> he was out. He, I was preparing for our podcast and we were meditating because he was stressed, and he just oh, I, what his so body, good. what his body and mind needed was just a little oh, nap. It was so good. <laughs> I did that today again too, because I have a goal of trying to like at least like spend ten minutes each day to like like meditate and reflect mm-hmm. uh, during the middle of my day, and I did that in a hammock, and man, I was out. Yeah, I was out immediately. Oh, I'm sure. And I was gone. I had great dream. Very self-reflective, but oh, I'm so <laughs> but yeah, I was out. Oh. I did two things at once: mm. got my sleep in and meditated. Boom! Can you? I really feel like the sleep impedes on the the meditation. No, I I imagined exactly what I wanted to imagine. It was a situation actually. That's called um. What's it called? I don't know. I was imagining it. I was starting to imagine it before I went to sleep. Dreaming. And then I, like it turned into a dream. I fell asleep. That's some deep called. meditation. Well, there yeah. you go. Well, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, tuning in and being a part of our podcast. Please give us feedback, thoughts that you have. Uh, just we want to we want to learn from you as well. So um, yeah, please let us know. Uh, follow us on Instagram. You can then comment on different things you learned or different things you want to share with us. Um, and also see when we, our new podcast episodes come out. Yeah. So it's, and our, our what's, what's our handle? Uh, it's so organic. so organic podcast. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah. Okay. It's just so organic podcast <laughs> on Instagram. And it has the pictures of the carrots. Right? Uh, yeah. Well, it's a S O with like green stuff in the background. Oh. Cause it's organic, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's the carrots picture. Oh, just kidding. It's not. Yeah. We're really aware of our social media. Yeah, I don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the carrots picture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, well, on that note, much love, cuties, and we'll talk to you next week.
Thank you.